With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, my taste in the Rolling Stones is a little different than most people's, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, Rolling Stones are today's musical guests. We had a uh, tough and hard negotiation with these fellas. They're not cheap, that's for sure. Uh, but uh, my, I, I, I like dead flowers and wild horses and that, that kind of stuff. I, I don't like jumping jack flash and satisfaction and that kind of stuff. So... Uh, our Rolling Stone is Rolling Stones are our music, and that's guest today. typically the theme of the Friday Fun Fest slash the Ride with Royce Friday musical guest. Is it's more of kind of a country soulful kind yes, of a flair right. to yes, it? Yes, yeah. that's right. We're we're doing this now. Uh, obviously, Beast of Burden is going to be in here somewhere because yes. that's my favorite all time. Uh, uh, Rolling Stone songs, but uh, in fact, that's the uh, one you ask Alexa the most. Correct? Is Beast of Burden? Beast of Burden. Very, you know, about once a week, I have Alexa put me to sleep, mm-hmm. and uh, we wild flower horses, dead flowers, and then a beast of burden. And sure. Then, then a guy can nod off. Uh, you know, that's that when when it's Rolling Stone night. Uh, you know, which is every once in a while. But anyway, uh, these guys are amazing. Fifty six years now, uh, they've been uh, going out there and. Uh, and hitting it. And uh, we had the, the great Ray Wiley Hubbard on yesterday. What a fun interview that was. He's going to be at the Dakota on Sunday night. He's 75 years old. Uh, Mick and the boys, well into their 70s now. Still going out there for no reason. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's not money. It's got to be one of the great addictions in in the world, isn't it? Performing. Performing mm-hmm. musical, music, you know, comedians to some degree. But musicians, they need it, man. They they well, just love to make music. What do we always hear? Love f- crowds. What do we always hear from athletes, you know, when they walk away? Yeah. That's what they miss. They miss the rush. They yes. miss they miss going out, whether it's a football mm-hmm. player running out from the locker room. They miss This is this though, this is tougher than playing baseball. 162 games, yes. But the, when these guys go out, this is tougher than baseball. You got to go out there every night. Uh, now they don't. When they travel, they don't go out every night anymore. But you got to be good. They can't have an off night mm-hmm. like a baseball. A baseball player can go over four, right? Sure. You can't go out there and be a clunker. But you at the same stink. time, you're going out there and you're doing the same 15 tunes. Well, or thirty, whatever, whatever, whatever your set list is. is. Yes, you know you're you're playing the same thing over and over again. But yes, I know. 
And the challenge is yourself. It's not some guy. You're not facing Araldus Chapman. Yeah, he's not trying to throw it. But it's a, it's incredible to me that they can go out. That they can. It is incredible. They can You're get right. out there and do it again. Maybe you the know? maybe the challenge being yourself is what makes it even more difficult sometimes. Yes. In, in the case of some of these guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I don't. These guys must. I don't know if we know of any great feuds they've had or anything. They must. I'm sure Keith won't answer the phone when Mick's saying we're going out there again half the time. Leave Keith, a message. Keith wants to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I'm sure he starts off every time saying no. Right. No. I'm not doing we it again. Doing it again. Yes, I'm staying home. I got I, I got to do the kneel down to rest, but I can't get up anymore when I'm playing the uh, when I'm playing the guitar. But uh, it's. Uh, it is an amazing, uh, the, 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 I think the world's greatest rock and roll band because they stayed together that long. It's hard to argue, that's for you sure. Know? Have you ever seen them live? Remind me. Uh, I, no, I haven't. I have not. Oh. I have not. I could have seen them at the Excelsior Roller. I see you are going to go there. <laughs> but uh, I had to settle for Roy Orbison and the Beach Boys. Roy Orbison twice in the Beach Boys. But why has Roy Orbison been the musical guest? I got to get a hold of his heirs. Did we use them a couple of years ago or not? I'm trying to remember if we did. Well, I don't recall. I don't ever recall. Time to bring it back. First time the Rolling Stones have been on, though. But again, I don't think think we've had Roy. I don't. At least not since I've been on the show. Why not? I'm trying to find the great Keith soundbite we have, and I don't know what rookie labeled it as. Mm hmm. Turn the guy to tell him to stand, sit down. <laughs> what is it? What did he call it? Anyway, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. Well, it's uh, anyway the uh, the uh, Rolling Stones are our guys today. But Johnny, greatest uh, rock and roll band ever, the Rolling Stones. Uh, yeah, I think you'd have to say so. Because, because of I, longevity, I think you have to, yeah. yeah. Because of longevity, I mean, the, the Beatles lasted eight years. Eight years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there have been. You said you didn't know many feuds. There have been many feuds. There have Ke- been? Keith and uh, Mick, about every 10 years, hate each other. Remember Keith in his book? Made oh, fun he of said he had a short, small penis. Right? Yeah, he yeah. did say that, yes. That was one of many things he said. Which in the book is the worst him. thing you can say about Mick, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. And then, and then Bill Wyman, of course, quitting. There was uh, yes. some harsh things there. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, they've, they've had some feuds, but they've always you know, come back. What right? usually uh, patches things up? Is it money? Money, probably. Well, I suppose money, yeah. And money, the fact adulation. That, and they're lifelong friends. You and know. they know they can't do anything without each mm-hmm. other. Well, Richard, they both made some pretty good solo work, uh, mm-hmm. Richards and Jagger. But nothing so. compared to what they no, make. God, in the terms stones. of sales, no. Yeah. Are they, uh, what's going on right now? Are they doing anything right yeah, now? Yeah, are they? They're, I they're coming they're, back out, right? I think they're going out to Europe, right? Aren't they yeah. this year? I believe. Well, that's, those, those are the short trips, trips right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're those probably short going to trips to Europe. They're probably, uh, they're probably, how many times they've done Russia? That's a good question. I, mm. I don't know. Yeah, right now Should they are. During the World Cup. They were in Prague on the 4th, and they will Ooh. be in Warsaw on the 8th. Which is, the what? Stones in Prague. Woofta. <laughs> That'd be fun. Did they perform? I want to go to Prague. My wife's been to Prague. I've never been to Prague. Did they do Target Field? The Stones? I know, I don't They didn't don't do an arena so. show here at all? No. Okay. I think McCartney was the only one who's, yes, McCartney. Yeah. who's done Target Field, and mm-hmm. I can think of. 
That was fantastic, right, Johnny? It was. McCartney yes. and Target Field. It I was. had fun sitting next to John. That was a fun oh, concert. Really? Never, never again. The only bad part of it was the women my age getting up at Boogie and yeah. thinking like we wanted to see that. Yeah. We don't want to see that. Yeah. Sit down and watch. Snap your fingers. That's enough, honey. We don't need to see that rump. <laughs> McCartney would start playing. Pat, i go, John, what does this song mean? Tell me all about it. Like, Jesus Reaver, shut up. That's right. <laughs> all right. Today's musical guest. My, with a little help from Johnny, because I said I wanted the the country twangy ballady stuff, and he helped me out with a couple of these. So, all right, we'll be back. This is a Johnny Height special right here, dear doctor. Not normally played among the greatest hits of the Rolling Stones, dear doctor, but it's pretty damn good. Patrick, would you agree? Patrick, I should point out that uh, the Rolling Stone did actually perform at TCF Bank Stadium a few years ago. I had a couple buddies. Uh, I thought I remembered the right. show. Here. Right. Didn't Suchi go? I, so I thought because I thought the mayor went to, and I was going to go, but the, the I don't remember the circumstances. That so the Rook's not here today. Did you notice that? I did. You know what, gentlemen? Have you come to realize here, Manny, and your um, how long you've been around now? Couple of years, I have three. been well. I've been a part of the ride for two and a half years, and part of the station overall for six years. It's Joe and Rookie's world, and we're just living in it, fellas. Have you noticed that, Manny? What are you talking about? It's just really? uh, you know, you know. Some of us feel like we maybe should tell you well ahead of time we're not going to work today, and other guys just you know riding Joe's coattails just just call up and say ah not today let's. Let's uh, let's let's go with it. Anyway. Not that he needs to channel any other cantankerous sports writer. But feeling extra salty, we now present Royce's Tom Powers oh, moment. Oh no, this isn't close to a Tom. I got. I, I, got I just a wanted Tom, an excuse to play I got, that. I got a Tom Powers moment though. Uh oh. Okay, here and we go. And once again, our website today has decided to post Chad Law apparently. Was smoking some dope or something, and okay. came up with a list of uh, of possible scenarios for Kawhi Leonard, and one of them is that the Timberwolves would trade on Andrew Wiggins for Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know sure. that scenario is, and the fact that we would it's it's one thing to discuss this on a four hour radio show when you're trying to kill time, right? Mm-hmm. It's quite another to actually post a story on our our high-class website, 1500 ESPN. Big-time volume, yes. Yes. Kawhi Leonard, this would... Manny. Hmm. Uh, Kawhi won't play for Pop, right? He won't play for Pop. He's very, Pop angry. He's very angry with the Spurs the organization, Spurs. yes. He going to come here? He going to come here and play for Tibbs? Maybe that's he what he come needs. Here? Well, I got well, you know, I got, I got no problem with Tibbs, but that's the dumbest thing I have ever heard. Kawhi Leonard is not being traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. You morons, don't put it on the website. Don't talk about it. It's idiotic. It's one well, of the dumbest things of all time. <laughs> if you could let me ask you this though. If I could do it? Hell no. If, but if you could if if you could get Andrew Wiggins' contract off the books, would you do it? Even if Kawhi is going to bail after a year, no, I wouldn't do it. Really? No, I wouldn't do it. I would not take his contract off the books for somebody who's not going to help me. Now, 
Just, Let me play hey, devil's advocate. Kawhi is going to show up and not play. What okay. if both of those, because you're essentially then hedging on losing, the chance of losing both Jimmy and Kawhi then after one year, because they're both free agents at the sure. end of next season. Yes. And now you're left with absolutely nothing. By but, the way, Jimmy is going to be offered more money to stay here than anywhere else. This idea that he and Kawhi, Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, Kyrie Irving are oh. going to get together and they're going to form a bond and they're going to they're going to create their own super team. Jimmy's going to be thirty years old. Nobody loves him as much as Tibbs loves him. He is not going to get anywhere close to the money in any other place than he's going to get here. What's the message? <laughs> Keep talking. I'm about to go. I'm finding something. Really All right. Quick. You got to find something. Yeah, but okay. if you guys talk about Kawhi. It's gonna... the dumbest thing ever. Kawhi won't play. Kawhi should be a pariah in the NBA because he refused to play. Well, last here's season. here's what I will say, and, and I'm assuming you have seen the latest story about supposedly when Kawhi was rehabbing his injury in New York, uh, some Spurs officials went out to New York to see him and to see how the uh, – Rehab was going, and supposedly his handlers, like, basically, I think, sequestered him. him. I think that was the word that was used uh-huh. in the report, that he was sequestered in a secluded area, and not, and the Spurs officials were not allowed to see yes. him at all. And you want to bring him in here and, and think so that, that he's going to play. I think that if, if any, whoever's going to trade for Kawhi Leonard has to keep that in mind. That And remember, I told you a couple of months ago when all this stuff was flaring up that Kawhi's uncle is a little bit of an issue here. Yes. Uh, Dateline, July 6, 2018, 3.53 p.m. StarTribune.com. In perfect world, Wolves selling out for Kawhi Leonard would make sense. From Randball. Randball. Yeah, Randball. Randball is... Is is the Star Tribune's version of Phil and Judd filling four hours? He's got to fill. He's got to fill the Randball page two slot with crap. Okay, nothing. You know, Randball's got to do it. Randball's got to keep cranking a twenty-four hour news cycle. Oh, God. All that nonsense. It's 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 a mini version. Of the Judd and Mackey show, which is four hours of, oh my God, we got an hour and a half left. Uh, and, and yes, we'll talk about Kawhi coming to the Timberwolves. Now, wait it a minute. It is one of the dumbest ideas. Well, he would not play for Pop. He won't play here. Here's, here's he my doesn't want to play. He's a, um, and there's, oh. there are no, Major problem. Listen, I just I was looking up Derrick Rose leaving Chicago, and there's a story about one reason Jimmy and him, Jimmy and he weren't getting along at the end, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. When he left there, Jimmy and him, and who who was campaigning for the Timberwolves to bring in Derrick last year? Jimmy, Jimmy. All these things. It's the NBA. You got you know you got massive egos. With each other, Butler, Wiggins, Towns will all play here this year and be fine. Well, this, I, but Tom it, Thibodeau has to make sure that they're fine. Yes, I agree with you, but it's not going to stop the endless stories because you have to you have to get to the opening of training camp with your one 
your four hours a day of NBA talk on ESPN and your 24 hours of <laughs> NBA talk on NBA.com. If you want to see a logical, well-constructed commentary on Tibbs and the Timberwolves, Read the column I wrote today. That's what I was just going to. Read the the column I wrote today. The guy that just wrote the tips column is now saying, quit putting stuff up to agitate. Yeah, it's a very well-written column. Paying tribute to Tibbs and the the Timberwolves for going from 31 to 47 victories. Roster construction continues with... uh, Potential high-luxury tax bill. Tolliver... A Kogi, uh, the Ohio State Bage, kid, Viat I'm just gonna call him Diop. Bates Diop. Yeah, I'm sick of those two names. Let's let's, let's pick one. Well, Diop, by the way, is an add-on in honor of some guy in his home country. It's okay. not even one of the parents' names, which is that Bates would be just fine. And uh, and now we just got the shooter from Rhode Island, We're the fine. hottest, the yes. hottest rookie free agent on the market. We're just fine. We're just fine. So what and I this get- idea that you're going to give up Wiggins, who, by the way, this time next year we're going to be saying, "Oh man, am I glad they didn't trade Wiggins? All star, all star." Are you sure? Yeah, he's going to. Is kick that a hot take? So he's going to kick ass this year. That's why, Manny. What we can gather from this column that Patrick penned at the yeah. Star Tribune's website is trust the process. <laughs> It's the process. Yes, it's the process. It. It's a mature process. Trust that it's luxury not, tax bill too yeah. that Glenn Taylor's well, going to have to pay. Well, that's okay. He's, you know, <laughs> we're overstaffed at the Star Tribune anyway. We could, we could, <laughs> we could get rid of Sid. And what would you rather do? Get rid of, get rid of Sid at the Star Tribune and add somebody to the roster, or you want to keep Sid? I say we get rid of Sid. Oh, you can't get rid of we Sid. Gotta get rid of Sid. It's time to we move gotta on. To you know, take Sid out of the Star Tribune budget. Apply it to the Timberwolves, and we'll just be fine. All right, that's my theory. All right, we'll be back. Johnny, we got a uh, Twitter guy uh, uh, lobbying for waiting uh, for a friend. Uh, waiting that's on a great friend. Song, I, yeah. I don't. That's not on the list. I don't think. Love that. Oh, you have to change that. Might have to get add that on. Sneak it in there. All right, Johnny Height with a sports update. We can just play it in the middle of the update if you want. That'd be. Do fun. we have the? Uh, <laughs> which one is it? Do we have the middle of uh, waiting on a friend? Do we have the what? I'm sorry. Do we have the twins lineup? We there, do. Johnny? Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm. My anticipation <laughs> is. Is, uh, Jake Cave, baby. Jake Cave. Jake, yeah, he's, he's, he's playing well. Stole him we got another Yankees. Jake Cave today. Stole him from the Yankees. We got an Astros uh, Jake Cave today. I saw via trade. What was his name again? Jack something uh, or other. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this update, by the way, sponsored by Jersey Mike's Subs. Want to win a rockin' trip from Jersey Mike's and Pepsi? Stop in Jersey Mike's today to enter. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends August 14th. See official rules at PepsiRockThisWay.com. What uh, what song am I looking for again? Waiting on a friend. Got it. Twins Orioles at Target <laughs> Field tonight. Lance Lynn goes for win number six on the season for the Go Twins. Go get him, boys. <laughs> Dylan Bundy pitches for Baltimore. Your Twins lineup to face Mr. Bundy goes like this. Joe Maurer leads off. He's DHing tonight. Eddie Rosario hits second in left field. Brian Dozier hits third at second base. Eduardo Escobar hits cleanup at third base. Logan Morrison first base hitting fifth. Jorge Polanco hits 6th at shortstop. Max Kepler, right field, hit 7th. Jake Abe, the aforementioned, 
Centerfield hits eighth, and Mitch Garver catches and hits ninth. Is this Tattoo You? Is it that album? Yes, got it. Tattoo You. You are correct, sir. We uh, rec- uh, The Twins acquired uh, another random player, John Kemmer, a... Uh, 1990, so uh, from uh, the Houston Astros today. Well, I know he had spent four seasons at AAA Fresno, so he's ready. That's it. We're not bringing him up, are we? No. I don't think so. No, no, no. Uh, In fact, the Twins did... Don't count him out, though. I was going to say, well, you know... Well, we like outfielders, man. We got a whole bunch. Taylor Well, bothers me. Yes, I have Taylor news for you, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay, good. The Twins today reinstated infielder outfielder Taylor Motter from the seven-day disabled and list. And optioned him right back down to AAA Rochester. Right. I figured that would make you a happy. damn good place. Motter was placed on the seven-day disabled list. He had concussion-like symptoms when he ran into a fence in Chicago. And he did face that thing. Face first. What a season, man. Good thing he had that hair to soften the blow. Get a haircut and get a hit. Not necessarily in that order. Saint Paul cut and a hit. Yep, <laughs> got it. Saint Paul Saints I'm back. I'm in a bad mood today. You really you are. are. Yeah. You're, you're pretty happened? salty today. It's Friday. I thought I was in a good mood, and suddenly I'm in a bad mood. I don't get it. Huh. You're having like a Tom Powers show, not just a moment. <laughs> right. I got to get me some uh, uh, those flip flops he wears and. Uh, is he a flip-flop wearer? He's a flip-flop. Oh, I did not know that. I don't like flip-flops. You know that? I, I, I don't either. My toes aren't strong enough. <laughs> St. Paul Saints back home tonight. They'll play the Lincoln Salt Dogs at CHS Field. The Saints, 24-21, and they're in first place in the American Association's North Division. A half-game lead over the Gary South Shore Railcats. What a great name, the Salt Dogs. That, that is awesome. It is. Minnesota United Soccer on the station this weekend in Houston tomorrow to play the Dynamo. Pre-match is at 7.30. The kickoff, 8 o'clock tomorrow night right here at 1500. Yes, Johnny, a four-goal scoring orgy, yeah. and Dan Terhart couldn't have been more excited. I'll bet. Yes. I didn't hear Dan. Uh, but, I heard a little bit of uh, uh, One guy had the hat trick. Yes, one Quintero, fella. the little Thank tiny you. guy. That, think Quintero, of the little tiny guy that they paid extra to get. Yep. Uh, World Cup action today. Speaking of soccer, round Are you of sixteen. A little small guy, <laughs> little tiny About guy. About this high. About this high. <laughs> <laughs> France defeated Uruguay two to nothing today, and Belgium was a two to one winner over Brazil. Lots of crying among Brazilian fans. Lots of crying. Sorry to interrupt. So they did another Judd athlete challenge today. No, no, no. Judd no. was trying to kick a penalty kick because he said he could get a couple by here again. Look at this. It's posted to the website, and he fell down. I think he took a dive. Here we go. Here we go. How many did he? I don't know. Do they have the right distance? Yeah, well, there's sound to it. Is there any? <laughs> what is that? Wow. Judd, the only one okay. he tried. I don't. I wouldn't. If they put this on the website, I'm assuming it's safe for air. Yeah. Uh, well, we got it. We got a delay anyway. Here we go. Patriots are coming. <laughs> and Dave's not even wearing gloves for this. You're not. You don't even need the Mickey Mouse gloves. Here we go. Come on, Judd. Oh, oh I like it. I like it. Oh. Oh, he's taking a bend. He's bending over. Here it goes. Here it goes again. Here it goes again. Oh my God! It bounced. How does it? 
And oh, he did oh, get he one. He did oh, get he one. one. Okay, That's he right. did get one. It. All right, boy, All right Johnny, we better, we're gonna have to let you go. Give All us right. one more item. Here. Oh, one more item. One more. Did I? I did World Cup, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what inspired us yeah. to play. That's Jones. right. It kind of looked like Dave just G- said, ah, "I'll let him have one. Okay. Give him one." <laughs> uh, Gino Crandall, the fellow they yes. all might come here from uh, North Dakota. He's not going to the U of M. He's going to go to Gonzaga. Yeah, so. uh, Manny, maybe you can answer the question: Why do the LaSalle uh, kids hate us? <laughs> Crandall's going there. Gonzaga. Reed Travis had two chances to come to the Gophers and turn them all down. And that what Terrell, that Terrell kid just went somewhere else too, right? Well, we had what about two NCAA tournament appearances in the last <laughs> decade. I mean, that might have something to do with it. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's that's you know. In other words, you're saying they're smart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Time for traffic and weather together. Traffic. Weather. On the ride with Royce. Uh, this traffic sponsored by Dell. It's a great rush hour on uh, Friday of July 4th week. Several early stalls. All have just been cleared. Crash we told you about earlier on 494 at Pilot Knob Road. That one also just cleared. Drive times, they're all normal. So well, other than that, I got nothing to report to you. Uh, it's a good rush out there. You should have no problems. Dell's Black Friday in July sale. Up to 40% off and deals on PCs with Intel Core processors. Plus, get free shipping. Visit Dell.com. Dot com slash business deals or 877 by Dell. Five Eyewitness News weather forecast. Clear and down to 67 tonight. Sunny at 86 tomorrow. More humid Sunday with a high of 89. Looks like daytime highs to kick off next week will be very near 90 degrees for the first three days. Right now, it's uh, 80 degrees. That's your traffic and your weather at 1500 ESPN. Um, by the way, yes. Mandy and I continue to watch the, the Judd penalty kick video on ESPN.com. I think he attempted... I think it was five. Was it five? five Four or five, yeah. Normal, uh, he made one and Harrigan didn't move, which okay. leads me to believe Harrigan wanted to at least let him get one in. Okay. They kept bouncing before they got to the goalie. Would not well, there's it. one that he just shanked all the way to the right that had, like, no chance <laughs> Never at all. Never even made a close. tried to hit the one inside the post. Uh, Jim writes, Judd kicked the soccer ball right at the goalie. Sounds like he's getting shooting lessons from a number of wild players that don't like to shoot the puck <laughs> at the goalie's misdirection either. I, are they... I don't I think he's not a skater, right? I, I don't think he Judd? can skate. Are you I, talking about I, Judd? Yeah. Uh, I don't think he can skate. I don't right? think he can either. Yeah, uh, like me. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, we could get him out there on the ice. And that would be him, fun. Uh, do something. Didn't, didn't Pelissero do the wild uh, mini camp or something when, when he was still doing nights here? Didn't he do like a well, whatever they call and try it? Try to shoot. Or yeah, what? they they had him come in because we we put up a bunch of videos up on the website. I remember. Okay. I can't remember. We that. should get Jed over there. I bet those guys would love to see Jed pads and some skates. <laughs> Baseball's got to be next for Jed, right? Uh, yeah. What hit. about getting even him if on it's just so, like a slow soft, pitch softball? Why not the softball thing against the uh, the bear? The bear. Well, I, we could do that. Yeah, I think well, Harrigan and I are supposed to do that. They take him the, in a minute. Oh God, yeah, yeah. He would, and the bear likes guys that can't hit at all, right? Yes, he does. <laughs> His eyes light up when he sees rookie. Or show as Harrigan calls him, the cheating bear. Are they going to let Harrigan back in there? Well, after we're he supposed made the accusation. We're supposed to do it. Dave and I are for the uh, the courage Kenny thing. Okay, I don't exactly remember when the date is, but we're supposed well, to. We figure got that a guy out. doing it, right? For yes, the courage Kenny mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Right. So that's good. All right. Uh, the Twins uh, win a game last night. Aaron Slager's uh, pitches six good innings, only 72 pitches, and they took him out. Uh, they wanted him to leave with the good taste in his mouth, I guess. And I thought he looked a, pretty good. It was a close game. He's, yeah, he was okay. 
And I heard uh, the manager talking about how they're trying to get him to sink the ball a little more often. And uh, big old tall, what is he, 6'9"? He right? is, and it, he six looks like he ten, should yeah. throw, you know, 90. It is funny how many of those big guys don't throw that hard. Yeah. Uh, who was a great big tall lefty they had a couple of years ago who didn't throw hard at all? The, uh, the, the huge guy that was there last year, Wheeler. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jason Wheeler, mm-hmm. he didn't throw hard. Well, and Roush. John Roush. Well, Roush, you know, was a 98 guy, and then he had uh, shoulders. Oh, he did get, okay. Had Chris Young surgery. never threw that hard, did he? No, Mm-mm. no. I think he threw okay, but he, again, had a problem, and he ended yeah. up being a 6'10 junk baller. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what what I thought was humorous after the game is Molitor wouldn't say that he was going to make the next start. Uh, why not? Who would possibly... You know, unless they, I suppose they they sent him back because they want to add a reliever or something. But then you got to come up with a pitcher for Tuesday. We're seeing if Zach Littell can turn it around. Yeah, we could bring him back. <laughs> Looked good so far. Uh, yes, or Gun, I guess Gonsalves. They could. Is he in the forty man? I don't. I think. I don't remember I, if I he's he is. They, and he's. Uh, he doesn't allow many hits down there in Rochester, but he walks people. Now, last year. When I talked to Ben Cabbage about him, he said he wouldn't. He wasn't challenging. He You're talking like about Slagers, Gonsalves, or Gonsalves. Tried Sorry. to uh, wouldn't challenge. He's got good stuff, but he's oh, he's, Is he nibbling? he's trying to hit the corners. And now it looked like this year he started off throwing strikes, going after people. But since he's got the Triple A's, walking guys. What again. is that? Because I'm not accusing know. this organization, but we have a lot of guys. It seems that that do that, and it started with with Gibson last year, and then finally they sent him down, and he came back up and and quit doing it. I, I don't the, get it. Uh, or I think that, it's the modern mindset. You know what I blame? K Zone. K Zone. You wanna? Everybody sees that, and they want to make the perfect the perfect pitch, pitch on the that, corner. Hit that corner. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, when I covered baseball, it was always. Outer half, inner half, you know, or outer third, inner third. These guys are trying to hit the outer sixth, and they're they're hiding away from the bats. And uh, I I think that I th- I think the worst thing that ever happened to baseball is the computerized strike zone. A, a lot of people want it to be the you know to have the electronic strike zone and have everything be perfect, but. It has, Are you saying that from a viewing standpoint, or you're talking about the overall game? I'm talking about the reason games take so long mm-hmm. is umpires cannot call strikes. They have to, they have to umpire to the strike zone instead of saying, "Fellas, this is an eight to two game in the seventh inning. You better be swinging because I'm I got a hooker waiting for me back at the hotel or something." <laughs> you know. Whatever it is, whatever it may, maybe just a drink, right? Maybe, maybe just a drink, perhaps. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and now they can't do that because they get judged. You get you get your computer printout, and they tell you what your rating is, and uh, you know how many what else you miss. Uh, it, since we're going down this path, you know what else I think, boys, is going to be the death of base—not the death, but what's really going to hurt baseball. The the kids now in high school are on pitch counts. And are yeah. on inning limits, and I think that that's a really dangerous road to be but heading down. I think kids are also trying to not just throw it over; they're trying to make pitches, right? Yeah. To some degree, you know. Well, we had there was an article. I forgot to send it to you. It was a Yahoo writer. It wasn't. It wasn't passing. It was somebody else, but completely torched the Oregon State head coach for allowing the kid that 
through all those innings for him, said, you're ruining this kid. Well, what are you talking about? He threw one inning of relief, then pitched a complete game against Arkansas to win the tournament, and yes. he was being crucified for overusing him. And, and he didn't even throw that many pitches. No, he, he didn't. And that's, he was great. And he was that. phenomenal in the championship yeah. game. Yeah, well, people are, uh, you know, there are some uh, ridiculous situations that occur in in baseball, in college baseball. The guy down at Florida State let the kids sit for two hours after throwing out. Oh, and then brought him back out. And then brought him in. broke him back out. That's a different situation. But, no, I I didn't think that the kid – it was two days later, too, wasn't right. it? Right. Was it, I don't think it was the next day. No, it was two, two days, days later. later. Yeah. All righty. Well, anyway, Twins, Orioles tonight, uh, 23,000 they announced last night. Plenty of uh, seats available, I think, this evening if you want to uh, go to the game. And uh, Twins, Orioles, two evenly matched clubs, so it should be fun. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history. Patrick? Only two years ago, she was ready to quit. But the State Department asked her to tour Asia and Europe. She won tourney after tourney, regained her confidence, but more important, her game matured. Now she had reached the top, the finals at Wimbledon. She swept Darlene Hart in straight sets. The first Negro in history to win a major tennis title and was presented with a gold trophy by Queen Elizabeth. The girl with the faraway eyes uh, could have been Althea Gibson. Uh, on this date in 1957, Althea Gibson uh, won the women's singles title at Wimbledon and became the first African-American to win a championship at London's All-England Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club. Wimbledon, uh, Althea came from South Carolina. She uh, moved. Uh, she was raised in Harlem in, in New York City. She began playing. Somebody saw her playing table tennis, and she was an outstanding young table teta, tennis player. And they took her to a tennis club in New York where uh, black players were allowed to play. And uh, tennis was largely uh, segregated at that time. But uh, Alice Marble advocated in uh, Gibson's behalf. And she was invited to the U.S. Open in 1950. First uh, African-American to be allowed to play in the U.S. Open in uh, 1950. She won the singles title at the French Open in 1956. And then she won Wimbledon. She beat uh, Darlene Hard 6-3-6-2. Darlene Hard was a, uh, a California woman, I believe. And... Uh, it was still amateur then, theoretically. Wim, uh, Wimbledon did not, uh, the, the Grand Slam events did not allow professionals to play. And professional tennis was not really widely uh, accepted. Why was that? Uh, they're just Were they worried about? I don't have any idea hmm. how, how they managed to control it, but they did. Tennis, there was a guy named Pancho Gonzalez who was a very good U.S. player who kind of started a men's pro circuit and they'd come into town and play eight, 10, 12 guys had come to town and play. But the major grand slam events were, uh, when you look, when you see re references to the open era of tennis, mm -hmm. that's when they started letting pros in. Okay. And I think it was around 60, 61, something like that. Did but they get a much bigger audience for events? And well, you got the, yeah, you got the, well, the players finally said, what the hell is this? You're sitting there making all this money and we're not getting paid anything. And they finally, the open era of tennis started and, uh, Althea Gibson, 
later in life became an LPGA golfer and mm-hmm. uh, never really won much. She did finish second in one, but she uh, she was a very reclusive uh, person. She did not uh, she did not like all the attention and uh, did not take full advantage of her fame because she was uh, so introverted and uh, ended up uh, dying uh, kind of almost as a recluse and uh, died of a lung failure thing. She Maybe she was a smoker. I don't know what. But Althea Gibson, she is really more of a pioneer than Arthur Ashe because uh, she, uh, she, she kind of started it. She was the first uh, African-American champion of uh, singles tennis in the U.S. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts.